Okay. Quit until we get our share. I thought that was the perfect place to stop. Welcome everybody to Talking Animals Podcast, where we discuss the wildest of topics from uh, wildly different, the hottest of topics from wildly different perspectives. Um, and of course, it's no different. Again, we can't stop until we get our share. Uh, happy Black History Month! It's, uh, my favorite month-long holiday. I don't know that there are any others, so um, I guess it's easy to be my favorite. <laughs> but um, I thought that'd be an appropriate song to play this morning with Black History Month. I'd be proud uh, all year long, though, 365 days. But, you know, especially proud of doing Black History where you spend a little knowledge, have a little fun. And, of course, you fresh off the anniversary of, of Talking Animals podcast. Thanks for all the support. Make sure you continue to check us out. Facebook, IG, Twitter. And uh, hurry through the great brown. We're about to get us a snap, too. So, y'all check us out. Make sure you follow us on all social oh, media. Oh, huh? <laughs> Snap! Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, hell! I'm about to have some fun with that nose. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna stay off. Right. That <laughs> I'm gonna be on it, on it. Gonna be on that snap, talking animal snap, mm. snapping. I ain't, I ain't know. I, I, I might get, to, I might get some damn, uh, some trip shit on there. Some yeah. travel shit. Because you know your behind gonna be on there. Don't even ask. The story's gonna be long. I've been off snap for a yeah. little bit. I've been, I've been off for I've been off for snap for a little yeah. bit more. You've been on there this morning. It. Yeah, I got another gas station chronicle. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the sponsors, Anchor and uh, Black Tie. Uh, you know, yeah, Black Touch, Black, Black Touch. We got we got um, one of the one of the talking animals uh, Facebook group members on with us. Uh, Carrie, you want to introduce yourself? Tell us what you do. Hey everybody, it's Carrie. Um, I am the owner and operator, lead mixologist at Wicked Liquid Enterprise LLC. So I'm out here mixing these drinks, slinging these drinks. Um, but I'm also an educator by day, so um, I have to educate the talking animals on how to drink responsibly. But we're good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> good luck with that. Bro, it. we hit. Bro, we happened. have. That has never happened at this point in life. <laughs> You educate my kid, I come get a drink from your ass. No, no. I'm like, hey. No, 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 no. As an educator, if I have your kid, Warren, in my class, you buying me drinks, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. I'm telling you. My tip going to reflect on my kid's grades, I hope. I buy. I buy responsibly. Right. Would it be an oxymoron to say you drink responsibly if you start before 10 a.m.? All right, well, what you, know, you know what? No, 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 nah. Because if you start at 10, then you might not be so drunk by 10 at night. But this is the thing. That's how I look at, at it. Oh. On a world time clock, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. So, hey, I, I respect that. Exactly. Yeah. Or if you drink, if you drink be. before 10. It's like 3 a.m. in Egypt right now. In my, I'm sure I got ancestors right. in Egypt. <laughs> or if you drink before 10. And you don't pass out drunk before the day over with. That's a perfect example of drinking responsibility. No, it is not. This is valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is valid. Yeah. This is valid. 
I'm on the search for Peach today. Peach oh, Crown. yeah, it's out, too. It's out, but I don't know if it's in the mid no, yet, but not. I'm going to look. When I, I called the chick, I, I said bottles. greens and total wine, and both of them said that it should be here by the end of February, beginning of March. Yeah, but, the, Columbia won't get it until the second week of March. Yeah. Totally. Coming out with, it's coming out like tax money. Whoa, 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 Lamp. You out of town. What's up? Check. Yeah, check. Well, yeah, you need check to check, Lamp. I will catch that. Don't buy it's that probably, crown, it's probably down there. Don't buy that peach crown. It's still, it's still in February, not? man. You buy it in March. You buy something black on oh, okay. the rest right. of this month. Right. I don't right. know. I don't no, know. no, he right. He right. We, uh, uh, we, I'll, go, I'll, I'll, I'll do the Virginia yeah, yeah. black. We, I'm drinking, man, I'm drinking if, Stella if, right if, now. I don't know what y'all talking about. If you see that peach crown to pass that shit up. Cause of Black History Month, and many much money I don't waste drinking Black History fucking drinking them shit, man. Trash. <laughs> man, I had that Blue K last week. That drunk was trash, man. We just talked about that shit last week. Bro, warm is so bad. <laughs> right, please, please check on the crown. I get Virginia Black next week. <laughs> shit. I get both, but if that crown down here, I want that bitch. To Hell take. yeah. <laughs> Hey, 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 well, if you out there listening, Drake, I'm buying your drink, bro. I ain't buying right. that shit until next Me month. too. I, I just, I'm getting hey, the crown if, now. If the crown, if the crown not here, I'm going to get Virginia Black too. I didn't support Drake like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, hey, so we starting, uh, we starting a little bit differently than normal. I had to make sure we get these introductions out of the way. Welcome, Karen. Thanks for joining us today. But of course, we got, got myself, one here, Beezy here, Lamp here. We all here. And we get started. Fantastic folk. Huh? Fantastic folk. <laughs> uh, the Talking Animals podcast. We jump right into the stable this morning. And uh, the first topic. Oh, goodness. Your boy Floyd goes on a shopping spree at Gucci. Uh, Who boy? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Day boy. Cool. boy. Day boy. Coon. Yeah. Coon Mayweather. Lamp, I'm going to let you take boy. this one, bro. I know, I, know you, uh, I know you feel passionate. You said boy, you meant boy. That's what you meant. Say, right. boy. Yeah, he, re- he really did mean boy. <laughs> but I mean, this whole like, because on one side I see where Floyd trying to come from. He like, you know, I'm not a follower. Everybody's screaming, "Fuck Gucci, boycott him." So he's trying to say he want to go his own path. But I'm like, bro, you're literally saying you're gonna fund, you're gonna help this company who literally just told you, hey, we don't give a fuck about your race. We don't give a fuck about your history. We're going to just make a sweater that completely just says, fuck y'all. We're going to do what we want. And so me personally, I've already been on a fuck Floyd Mayweather run for a little while because the motherfucker just rich and he just blow money like crazy. I want to pack you out and beat his ass. That's who I did. But... On this end of it, it just pushed my like dislike for him to an even higher level. But shout out to Fifty Cent for the pettiness that he's going <laughs> to Floyd Mayweather. That motherfucker is the king of petty, and that letter that he wrote, as though it was from Floyd Mayweather. Man, but he, you can't forget about Ti and the whole damn song, man. Oh, Ti, fuck nigga, <laughs> you know, I ain't fuck even nigga. Live. This was like amazing. I ain't like, listening to the song yet, bro. He clowned right. Floyd, bro. He I think him. I think I think that had a lot to do with why Floyd was like fuck this boycott because Ti initiated, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it had, I don't even. I, think, but I, t- I absolutely believe that. 
But I don't even think T.I. was the first person to scream. He might not have been. I thought it was someone else. He might not have been, but you know him. He he, he, he the most vocal about it. Like, I caught wind of it through T.I. You know, and it's uh, most people been, you know, jumping on what (laughs) T.I. been saying because I think T.I. been the most vocal about the shit, you know. Um, mm-hmm. and that was that was my that was my take on it. I feel like Floyd was like, "Oh, nah, fuck this motherfucker." He probably said the N word, but I don't like to say it on here. But you know how they go. So it was just like, "Hey, you know, fuck you, fuck what you about. I'm gonna do me." Cause he already had that attitude, you know, cause he an arrogant motherfucker. So well, man, I just think that was fuel to the fire. Some people feel like this is a pick me was a pick me type of post, like pick me type of thing. And you know, we all hate some pick me shit. Oh, yeah. Matter of, that's what that's I hashtagged it as on the post. But you know something, though? Like, my homie Money, uh, he in the group, and he posted something like that. And I said Coon. I, I call him Coon all the time. But, you know, like, not to relate this to him, but it made me think about, like, some some black guys be hanging with a group of white guys, and they'll be dropping, you know, nigga this and nigga that. And they'll be like, oh, he cool. And he'll be like, man, I don't mind. You know, are you doing that just to be that cool friend, like the cool black guy to everybody? Cause technically that's what I am, but you ain't finna call me. You ain't finna drop that nigga in front of the two fans. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but I mean, I don't. I don't know that this exactly, you know, relates to the Floyd thing. I mean, maybe I guess I can see how you relate the two, but what I think it is, man, above anything else, is like Floyd continuing to be ignorant. Like he's a polarizing figure, and it's hard for people to get behind him because he continues to do things like some of the stuff. Was cool, like you know, hard work, dedication. You know, like that that whole thing. Like I made my own way. I changed boxing. Like yeah, so people can still get behind him. But when you when you do this, man, like it ain't about like <clears throat> being a follower. It's about supporting your people. Like you basically was like, fuck y'all. That's what Floyd. I, that's what Floyd did. <laughs> but I, in the same sense, but in the same sense, my my question is, what do you stand for? Like, at the end of the day, yes, it's okay to act like you're in denial and don't want to put the the big picture on the forefront. But what the hell do you stand for? Like, that's why people can't get behind Money. You. And I get it. But at the same time, yes. Why are you standing for money? Why are you standing up to say, okay, I'm not a follower? Nigga, if it wasn't for people that came before you, like Muhammad Ali, who did all of this jazz to make sure you was able to stand in the ring. <laughs> like, you better get your life together, boy. Yeah, yeah. Sex. Yeah. No, that's, boy. That's, that's boy. Say y'all fucking up. <laughs> <man>. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, in but, the same sense, you stand and talk about you not being a follower, but you are. <laughs> you yeah. are. You following up their behinds. Nope. You following up oh. somebody else. Oh, because you right. want to look rich. I think it'll be uh, not better, but you know, it's kind of right. Like he choosing them. It probably would have been over a little easier if he was like, you know, fuck that. And fuck Gucci too. I'm gonna spend my money on what the fuck I want to spend right. on. I'd have felt better if he said that. Yep. If he just threw that fuck Gucci in there, you know what I'm saying? Um, see, I, I, I actually, I like. I'm, I'm not like a huge fan of Floyd. Certain aspects of him, I just could never really, you, uh, you know, get like on with. Him. But like, I like, like beating huh? him. Yeah, yeah, stuff he like definitely that. Can't get with he that. definitely got, you know, he definitely got some aspects I can't get on with, but. As far as like you know his drive, his determination, you know his 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 work ethic, is unmatched. Um, and you know most importantly, just you know, his ability to flex. You know, because if I was rich, I feel like I would flex like Floyd. But uh, I just think it's dumb as shit that he flexed that right. way. 
Like he chose to he chose to basically say, I'm I don't care what none of y'all boycotting, I don't care what none of y'all got problems or qualms or issues with. I'm buying Gucci. I'm like, he could have literally bought anything else. So to me, I feel like it had to be because T.I. said boycott Gucci. Because, I mean, he could have went and flexed on anything else, but he decided that day, I'm going to flex on Gucci. Because Floyd said fuck Gucci. Well, T.I. said fuck Gucci. I mean, excuse me. Yeah, my bad. T.I. He he, he going to flex because T.I. said fuck Gucci. I'm going to buy Gucci today. I mean... I just think it has something to do with uh, with, with them T.I. And if that's my... the case, man, that's even dumber, man. That's, right. You know, like, and, and to me, what you did was add it, oh, so much to the fire for companies like Gucci to continue to be But like, at the end of the yeah, day, we can make these people look listen, as stupid it, as possible because, shit, they ain't going to do nothing. You know? It's so much more dumb, but I would feel like he just a tad bit less of an asshole if that was his reason behind it. <laughs> nah, if he literally nah, saying, that, fuck all y'all black people, I don't give a shit, what, I feel like he's right. right? But in a way, that's but, what it exactly. looks like. I mean, because that's that's what it ends up being. But if he's saying, you know, F flo- uh, FTI. I can look at that as him being more petty. I think he should have said so it. Yeah, yeah said he should have said it because, yeah, you know, like, I feel like you, you know, we going to take it as fuck us. You know what I'm saying? Right. He might not actually mean that, but that's what it looks like. You know, we've all been in that situation, but. He did when he explained it to everybody why he was doing it. None of that came up. Like, no, he ain't say nothing about Man, supporting his people. He ain't say nothing about you know. I get why y'all said I'm still with y'all. I I, I told like I say I even felt better if he'd have been like fuck Ti. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, okay, I get it. I get it. It's dumb. I, I ain't even listened to that shit, bro. I looked at the thumbnail and I seen Floyd face. And the way his mouth been fixed up, <laughs> Floyd looked, he looked like he about to say something dumb and shit. Yeah. I said, bro, I'm not even finna watch this bitch, dog. I'm not finna watch it. I mean, I mean, Maybe. it's just he just he just took it too far. Whether it's like, right. whether it's related to TI or not, man. Like it's definitely something Floyd should have did. Cause one of your points you made be talking about Floyd's work ethic. That's why everybody to me, that's why most of people respect Floyd. When I started my sales yep. career, hard work, dedication, that was like my thing. Well, oh, that's what Floyd was like, hey. So, you know, I get that part, but like, come on, bro. Right. Like, like you said, he literally, literally could have did anything else. I, I think he, it was. He could have bought anything in yeah. the world. He could have bought any designer in the world and, 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 and said, you know, I'm going to flex on y'all. But it, it was you know, Gucci. He, he did it for a Gucci. purpose, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it was just for that. Uh, he went straight to the Gucci you know, stuff. Like the day after all this 000, happened, like the day after 100, all this stuff. 100,000 dropped up. like it was nothing. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I think I actually, I'm going to take one thing back because I wouldn't flex like Floyd, man. I, I want to be rich one day. That kind of concerned me when you say it. I'm not buying no $100,000. <laughs> not no clothes. <laughs> nah, I'm, I don't know. I might buy some $100,000 worth of some shit now. I don't think I'm, I'm going to buy a hundred thousand dollars worth of clothes one day. Because even if I was that rich, I just don't understand where I could wear a hundred thousand dollars worth of clothes. Well, bro, you saw the outfit he had at that fight, like them, like them garnet leather Mary J. Blige boots. Yeah, man's like he. I'm gonna tell you, he be he's blow money hey. like it's nothing. He don't care if it's clothes or nothing. He'll spend a hundred thousand on clothes and just treat it like it's one of us. Like where mm. if we just go to like Bell's like, and hit a one hundred dollars, like a one hundred dollar lick inside. Can I interject real quick, yo? Nigga, Beasy. Uh, when when we take off for talking animal, could y'all please not get high in clothes and shit? Cause I'm gonna be that motherfucker, you know, doing these shows, you know, talking to Charlotte, 
you know what I'm saying, at the Grammys and shit. I'm going to have on fucking Old Navy, bro. I'm going to tell y'all now. Y'all, y'all, look, act, show out if y'all want to. I'm going to bring all y'all asses down back to reality. Hey. <laughs> Don't bring me back. Oh, Lord. I'm going to tell you now. I ain't. I ain't coming back down. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be out there with Mason Margiela with no bra. I'm going to stunt on you because I know all my life. Margiela on like that, boy. That took a damn. No, he need a bra and need that Margiela. He got to flexing hard. The shit I be doing, be mine. He can't even flex. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to goddamn $20,000 freeze in this shit. Y'all be talking, man, where you spent that money on a horse? Look, I work hard. I dedicate uh, my life to what I want to do. I spend my money how I want. I ain't no follower. I want a horse. I buy a fucking horse. Cool. And, not I, and I guarantee you, and I guarantee hey, you, that's the best. Really but at the same time, nigga, flex your money somewhere else. Facts. Hey, listen. You I'm better not buy a designer. It's just the, the, the difference. Be Gucci. The, I'll say that for a fact. Well, Gucci canceled. Gucci cancel, but the difference to me is the designer I buy my wearing the same pants eighteen times in a row, and I ain't even got to wash. I'm gonna be honest with you, so I'm gonna be flexing. Y'all just ain't gonna know it's the same pants. I might, I might pull out That's a Ralph Lauren purple label. I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna be wearing. I'm still gonna be wearing some some fire shit. It's just gonna be the same pants over say- and over. Y'all just ain't gonna know that shit. And all the rest of my shit gonna be very, very, very. Expensive oh. non liquor, non liver rotten liquor. You said non liver rotten liquor. So that means he getting the, ex- okay he getting the expensive, okay expensive, the expensive, yeah, okay expensive. Yeah. Now you say a, a flex is a flex. I'm going to be check. I'm gonna be pouring Crown in a goddamn Virginia, Virginia black bottle. Look like I'm, I'm super woke. But y'all motherfucker gonna be drinking Crown. No, see you run out. See you run out. <laughs> you supposed to do it that way around. Now. Oh, no, no. That that's not a flex. No, no. When I when I get when I get that rich. I'm gonna hey, uh, get rich. My nigga, I was just about to say, when, I, when we get rich, I probably ain't gonna be drinking either one of them, to be honest. Blue at 13. You know what I'm saying? I'm... Bro, when, when, when we get rich, my liquor gonna be so smooth, I'm only <laughs> half <laughs> coke. Like, I'm gonna be able to I use the eyes. I'm gonna get me one of them I'm to put, to them put coke in my liquor. Because I'm always disrespecting the liquor with the coke. Bam, that's it. You want them stupid big ice cubes? Yeah, I'm getting one of them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm down with that yeah. floor food. Man, that's going crazy. Right, right. I ain't got nothing for floor. I hope he tried crazy, bro. All together. Uh, he should have been the ostrich. Somebody else. He should have been the ostrich. Too late. Bit dumber. We feel like <laughs> a little bit more. A little bit more. But y'all are oh, here yeah, about we, him. We a little get bit to later. that. You right. We get to that. All right, this week from the web, uh, we're going to let our guest, Carrie, uh, pick the topic. We're going to talk about small businesses. Carrie's a small business owner, as we previously mentioned. And, uh, you know, one of the things we want to talk about is how everybody always looking for a discount with a small business as if it's a charity of some sort. So I, for me, my opinion to start, you know, I think it's crazy because for me, anytime I run across a small business, uh, especially a black owned business. I've been trying to pay extra. Like I don't never ask for a discount, man. And sometimes people feel like that. You can tell that they deal with people that ask for discounts all the time. Cause they'll come at me. They'll be like, well, you know, I guess 
you can give me, and I'd be like, nah, bro, what's your price? You know, like, <clears throat> and then sometimes I give a business lesson too, because I'm pretty, I'm pretty well versed, um, you know, in in business and in sales. And sometimes I tell them like, nah, man, this your price. You start there. If you feel like you need to work down, then you work down, man. You don't already sell yourself short. You don't know how much I was gonna pay. You right. Know? So, mm-hmm. um, I always, I, I never ask for discounts with uh small black businesses i'll say you know i ain't gonna say i'll never ask for discounts because if i'm going to like a big box store or something like that i'm always trying to get discount they got enough money you know but um but i know for me whenever i had my own business um, i ain't never give no discount ever i can't think of one time that i gave a discount i think it's i think it's crazy you know anybody out here big enough to be trying to give discounts all the time and also like it's also a slap in the face too, because when you go to another business, you don't ask for a discount, and that's backwards to me. Like you go into this business that's millions and billions of dollars, but you don't ask for no discount. But little old me, old thousand there, but you, oh, you, you gonna, you gonna ask me for a discount? That's stupid. Bro, bro, just about to say that because I know like hairdressers who, you know, they actually go to clients' houses and they'll do their hair. But people are always saying to them, like, well, how much will it cost for you to do this? Oh, well, this is how much it costs. Well, you know, you, you can't hook me up with nothing because we friends or or because, like, <laughs> I referred people to you. And I'm like, so you're going to knock this person who actually hustling who will come to you to do this. But then if you go to a regular salon, all of a sudden you just sit there and you get your hair done and you pay whatever price they throw yeah. in front of you. Yeah. Like it's yeah, crazy. It is, it is wild, man. That's, that's too wild to me, man. I, I think those good points, like how Nigi said, uh, you don't you when you selling yourself short because you don't ask for discounts Shit. at big box places or you know large scale places. For me, you know, I got a small business too, and I know for a fact I had. Well, I would say I definitely broke myself out of it because I only had my <laughs> business now for a year. So it didn't take me long to break myself out of it. But I know the reason why I was in it was because my dad was like that. My dad got a soft heart and he'll try to look out for people. But the thing is, you you never going to, you know, for one thing, you're probably never going to get rich with your small business anyway. But it could keep you afloat. It could pay your bills. But if you want to sell yourself short, you ain't going to make no money, period. And I remember, you know, growing up and just watching my dad sell himself short a lot of times because people, you know, say what they can't pay. But, you know, I I, I had to learn, you know, certain things within this first year, like how, you know, you'll cut you'll cut your your uh, somebody you looking out for a deal, and uh, you'll sell yourself short. And at the same time, somebody else will come and sell that person something for you know ten times what it might be worth, and they don't have no problem buying it. So you gotta like how Nikki mm-hmm. said, you gotta set your price for what you want it as. And if you need to come down, or you think you can come down, they come down from there. But don't sell yourself short in the beginning. But just a quick story. I know for me in the beginning, me brown. That's what it's called. I got a brown. painting business. You know, somebody referred someone to me. People do that quite often. Yeah. Right. Co- co- uh, Color me brown, LLC. <clears throat> Paint shit out your walls. Trust and belief. But uh, I um, <clears throat> somebody, you know, people refer pe- me to people all the time. Like someone will be on Facebook like, hey, I need a painter, an interior painter, whatever, exterior, whatever. So someone referred them. Long story short. Uh, I talked to this person. We going back and forth, back and forth. They told me that they had already got a couple couple estimates. Uh, what had happened was the person they got to paint the house wasn't reliable. Painted some of it, didn't finish, wasn't able to contact. Them, so they needed someone else. They tried to do it themselves, failed. 
they needed someone else. So basically, we were having to come do rework to start off with, and then also, you know, go behind someone in general. Like I don't know what kind of work they did, you know, to start off with, but uh, they said they had already got some estimates. They said the estimate was a thousand dollars that they got. That was the lowest one they had got so far for the amount of work they told me they needed. I told them a thousand wasn't a bad price, to be honest. I was willing to do it what? for seven fifty, and purchase the paint to paint the house. Now, mind you, it wasn't. I mean, it's for for me now. For me, seven fifty wasn't a bad price because I wasn't painting the whole house. I wasn't painting no trim. I know some of that might sound like algebra to some people, but you know, I was just doing straight walls, which is not that bad. I'm you know, cutting in and rolling walls. And uh, I told him I would purchase the paint and do it for seven fifty. And a lot of you not, this person told me, oh, shit, uh, wow. I'm Mexicans. That was that was their words. So for me, when when that when they told me that, that's when I realized that you can't do stuff for people because to start right. off with, I mm-hmm. should have charged that person about two racks. And I told them that I would have did it for seven fifty, and they basically said. You know, a thousand is too high. Seven fifty is also, you know, I, I they they didn't respond too bad to seven fifty. They said, you know, that was a better price, but they also still told me they found somebody else. But when I when I was at a thousand range, they was like, shit, I'll just go get some Mexicans. And for me, I was like, you know, first of all, you got somebody who you thought was cheap the first time, and they fucked your house up, and now you're still trying to get somebody cheap, and. You found somebody that's cheap, but you want that person to be cheaper. Okay. And I got pictures. You know, my work is good. No, I, it's, it's, I, got, you know, I, I, got I don't have no, no complaints. But, you know, yeah, not to be too long-winded. But you can't say yourself short because when you do, that's I'm what I'm going to you for saying, yeah, you start with your price and then you go lower. Um, with my business, I do uh, mobile bartending, mobile mixology. So I'm always talking to couples or speaking with family members that – you know, you got that drunken uncle who can pour up your liquor. Okay, cool. You know, all, all right, I'm, that's out of budget. Like, just this week, I had a, a, a potential client who said that um, my base price was out of her budget. And I'm traveling to Atlanta. Homegirl, you're not my client, and that's okay. Thank you yeah. for your time. Thank you for your business, but we're moving on. Don't try to shortchange me because you think, oh, bartending, especially when it comes to my industry, people think it's really just, oh, one of them things that can be done. No, ma'am. Okay, you have too many laws that state you will go to jail <laughs> behind yep. it. You got too many laws that say you will go to jail behind this. Don't play with <laughs> Secondly, busy with your story, yeah. you you just downgraded a whole a whole race, a whole ethnicity. Like, exactly. Stop playing with these people. Yeah, play with your mama. Don't play with them. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, like I'm, no. I'm a, like, yeah, because Mexicans are that cheap. Well I'll just go get them. And that's a problem that I have, especially in the black community, because first off, just because I may say, "All right, I'm gonna give this person a discount," like with me, January and February are my slowest months because. Nobody who really gets married in January, February. Nobody. It's cold. Nobody wanna do that. So I give discounts. If you don't catch me during January, February, you can book your stuff in January, February, and your wedding or your event may not be till December. That's fine. But don't call me and be like, Well, how much will you charge me? The same price I charge everybody else. Yeah. Now, uh, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little yeah, bit because I actually had this conversation with um, 
a guy. He he's extremely woke, but uh, some came up about an argument. Yeah, from Facebook. Anywho, me and him ended up talking about black businesses, and he was like, you know how you know pro black I am. He said that his problem is not necessarily paying a set price, unless that set price is outrageous. Now, however, you do you do have to uh, clock in everything that y'all just said about you know, busy say the walls and the trim and here you got to travel. And you know, this that and the third. <clears throat> but I think my issue with small businesses are the businesses that are just stupidly overpriced. Because and I say overpriced, but let's just look at it like this. So the story he told me was about uh a hat he wanted. Black guy. Um, you know, he knew he pretty much knew what he was paying for the, the prices, I mean for the materials to make the the hats or whatever. So they were nice hats. And he called, you know, contacted him and said, hey, can I get a hat? And dude was like, yeah. And he was like, well, how much is it? And he said, you know, $80, $75, And he was like, damn, for a hat? You know, like, I know what you're paying to get these because we boys. Like, you really finna bust my head for $80? And uh, he was like, well, yeah, you know, I'm a small business. We got to look out for each other. He was like, yeah, but you, you literally busted me in the head when I can go in the mall and go in lids. And spend this $35. Like, then go in the mall and, and spend this. that $35 and live. Like, my thing is, at the same time, you don't know what it costs to make that hat. You don't know what it costs him to do what he got to do. But in this event, he did. And he knew he was getting busted in the head. But so guess he was what? like, I, then, then he take, was cool with paying like 50 Then take your money and go to that $35 and, and live and get them them hats. Like you. Don't, but can you criticize him, though, like for not supporting black business? Because he tried. The price was just outrageous. You know? No, yeah, the well, price is not only, outrageous. You don't want to pay that. Yeah, I would only criticize in that if he gonna go pay it somewhere else. So right. that's the thing, <clears throat> because like you know, people. What you say, B? Oh well, I mean, I would only criticize it if if he if he gonna go pay that price somewhere else. Because because here's the thing: like a lot of times, people will be like, "Oh, that's that price. That's absorbent price. Like you know, it's 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 a, <laughs> it's a really high price." And it might be because they know how much you put into it, which is none of their business. But like if those same people won't question the Jordans that they buy that are right. hundred something dollars that cost forty dollars to, to make. Me. You know. Facts. So, so I mean is- again, I think you, you make your decision based on what you what you want to spend. So so like for me, you know, if I if I you know I I've said it plenty of times on the show. Anytime I'm making some type of you know decision on on who I want to give my business to, I'm always looking for a black uh, owned business first. So you know, if I'm not happy with that service or I'm not happy with that price, you know, I may shop it somewhere else. But I'm not gonna go and pay more or pay the same at another business though. Like if I'm gonna pay that, then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go let them have my business. I, I'm not and see that like, we talked oh, about Jordan. Huh? We talked about Jordans and how cheap they were to make, and you know, of course, I don't own a pair of Jordans. You but know you I don't mean? think that. But my thing is, you these these potential clients, and everybody's a potential client. So your potential client doesn't seem like you. You walk in my office with Jordans on, uh, a academic shirt or a champion shirt, which back in the day we could have buy out of Walmart. But right. you know that's another <laughs> so about. Mm-hmm. Um, but you walk in with high end things on, and then you tell me you can't afford to pay me three hundred dollars for me to bartend your your event. Get out of my office. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, that's completely understandable. <laughs> that's completely understandable. Now that I'm not that I'm not arguing with, but you know, for for somebody like me who wants to support black business, I ain't finna break myself trying to do it either. You know what I mean? Of like not. like Carnegie said, I, I'm not finna go to uh pay the same price for something else. Like go to Walmart and get the same hat for the right. same price, but. I don't want you to ridicule me for not shopping with you because I tried. That's just not my. I, I don't want to. I, pay I it. think it's and and that's understandable. I think it's levels yeah, exactly. though. I think I think it's levels because first, for me to make a judgment on that, I feel like I would need to know how, like, what what went into making that hat. You know, the quality of that hat. Uh, if I'm going to make a judgment, period. If if, right. if I'm not judging, then I'm gonna just decide whether or not I want to support and buy it. Right. But if I'm gonna make a judgment because I feel like it's too high, then I feel like I need to know what what went into making that hat. Uh, you know his expenses that he you know spent on. on, well, see, on see, he didn't it. know that. He didn't know that. This was a friend of his. So basically, he's saying that it was a cheap hat that he got from Walmart and it wasn't worth eighty dollars. Yeah, he was he was willing to pay, you know, more than what he would have paid in uh in the mall simply because you know he got he got to make some type of profit but he was pretty much doubling his profit i mean that guy just might be an asshole but at the same time know the story because if i know like put it like this i know some people that if i was selling clothes right now and i told them i got a shirt that i want to sell for 50 dollars, they might say that's too high but they don't mind going and buying a 60 or 70 dollar polo shirt right because it's name brand. Now, mind you, me making a shirt is going to be a hundred times harder than Polo making a shirt. Because the guy that owns Polo mm-hmm. probably don't even know how his damn shirts are made. Yeah. <laughs> or her, whoever owns it. They probably don't even know how their shirts are made. And they probably made in it's about 10 minutes on some type of spool operated in a plant with a thousand people in it. And it costs them little to nothing to make it. But they're going to sell it to you for $80. And that, per- that same person will go buy it. But if I tell them I got a shirt for 50 they're going to say that's too much. Because it's not polo. I mean, but then like, but then it comes down to the same thing you said. There's levels because if this is just like the, because I've seen this before, where a lot of businesses, it's just like a little simple shirt that they beat you over the head for for like seventy, eighty dollars, where that same shirt you can get somewhere else for twenty or twenty five dollars, and that's where some people have said, "Whoa, you over, you overpricing it." Because, for example, like how we talked about last week, we were talking about um, Scott who actually makes like the jerseys and everything. Like he actually custom makes stuff for people. When you get in custom stuff, that's that somebody's personally designing. Yeah. That's like real time that goes into it. The way you say, you know what, I'm going to spend more money and I expect to spend more because right. of what I'm getting. But if you just giving me something with like a little simple logo, like a little simple, like for example, a night, like someone like, let's say if we were to put like the talking animals, like logo on a shirt and we try to charge people like 60 70 dollars for it people would tell us that's too expensive and then go buy like a nike t-shirt with just the nike check on the chest of it just that all by itself on a simple white t-shirt same price for 20 dollars. no they'll probably spend about 20 25 because that's legit how much they cost if you go like on nike's website True. and stuff so that's where i can see where people would say okay you're you're trying you're trying to get over on me, and I understand the fact that it's harder no, for an individual to but do at, something. But nah, because at the same time, labor is labor. Period. Point blank. Your job in the morning time, your nine to five pays you for your time. You your labor that you work on these other people's jobs, they pay you for that. 
you're going to pay me for my labor. For example, with my business, I have packages where I purchase things on my client's behalf. You're going to pay me. You're going to pay me for that object in your package, but you're also going to pay me for the time. I got to call shippers. I got to call distributors. I got to go pick things up. I got to come to you. I got to meet with you. Like, because it's more than just slinging a drink. There are things that go on behind the scenes that a client will never know about. For example, like you have to look, okay, for your example, with the t-shirt thing, you have to look at it from the standpoint of, yes, you got to contact a a manufacturer to find your t-shirt cost at a reasonable cost to make sure your prices are decent. You have to make sure that your logo can be printed, screen print, or if it has to be like vinyl, can your logo be done vinyl? You got to take the time to make sure you check out all your printers. You got, like It's so much that goes on behind the scenes. And then some people won't support you just because it's you. True. Now, now yeah, that's true. Um, I'm going to get a little personal. Uh, this is a true story. Honestly, I don't give a fuck if the people listening are fake anybody. Um, so, Beezy's sister, uh, Nikayla, owns a company, Champ Strong, makes shirts. So, I had some shirts made for an event for a fundraiser, you know. Um, got a couple orders, put some prices down, you know. Uh, well, a bunch of people bagged out at the end. I was like, well, what, you know, what's going on? So, later I found out that it was the price. All right, so when the, this big event came on the fundraiser event, I seen a bunch of shirts coming out being passed out. I was like, hmm. Well, yeah, they were shirts were cheaper, but guess what? So was the fucking quality. Um, right. I'm not going to say what the, the, the hashtag was, and I'm letting people know what it is by saying this because it was hashtag whatever. My shirt logo is still strong, baby. That shit that they bought, I seen somebody with one. Washed in the up, fucking passing, now nah, the, the 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 letters were coming off. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you didn't want to pay that fucking price. You gonna pay for, for a good quality. shirt? You didn't want to pay for that quality. You want to go cheap and undercut. You know, and no, I mean it still was black business. So you know, shout out to that. But I mean, even still, like we saying, like you gotta pay for quality and pay for you want now. Right. You want to go pay for some bullshit? Fine. You pay for. I mean, you get what you pay for. But at the same time, it's like what you're saying, Karen. If I'm giving you quality, if I'm giving you time, I'm putting in my work. This is custom. I need to get what I want for. I need to. I need to make my money, and I also need to make a profit. You know what I mean? Right. On the flip side, my problem is when people get them damn shirts with the plastic peeling off. You know, yeah, you tried to go cheap, but at the end of the day, was it really worth it? Like, don't be talking shit to me now, because I pay for quality. That, that 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 money go that money's for a fucking reason, right? So, and that's the thing you you want to pay you want to <laughs> say you have these high end things you want to say you have this that and the third, and you paying for the you pay you paying for the quality, and then when you get your 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 cousin to do you some shirts and the, your vinyl stop coming off, now you mad. So mm-hmm. and and I think one more thing that we haven't mentioned either. Is uh is brand awareness and like oh, and target oh, audience too. Come on, come on, come so, on. So so when in business, when you gotta decide who your target audience is, you should start that before you even start your business. Sometimes it can right. change later on, but you need to have a target audience. Yep. Your SWOT so, analysis needs to be done from the beginning. Exactly. And so and so based on that, sometimes too, you gonna you gonna have your price based on who your target audience is too. 
So, right. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. that's just like, you know, saying how, you know, limp, to your point, when you were saying how, like, you know, or sometimes it'll be like better quality or some like more well-known brand or whatever. But if I, if I'm creating a shirt and I want it to be a high end brand, I'm never going to sell it for $20. No. Cause it ain't going to never make, it ain't going to never be high end. It'll and never then be high end. Some people expensive as long as I've been alive. Even, even with brand awareness, some people shoot themselves in the foot when they're starting out because like me, I'm I'm having to dig myself out of hole because when I first started, I wanted everybody to know my brand name. I wanted every household to be able to say the words Wicked Liquid. So I did favors and I did discounts and I wanted everybody, like I needed to say, I needed to build a, a reputation to say, okay, this is what she's known for, this is what she does. Yeah, y'all should hire her. So now even in my second year, it's like, oh no, I know what I'm worth. I know what I do. This is the price and people looking like, well, we can't afford that. And now, you know, some people in like some people in my industry like, well, dang, you just took a hit. Well, that's the hit I'm gonna have to take because when I started, I had a specific demographic in mind. That's not the demographic that I was catering to. Now I have to cater to a different demographic, and I have a different clientele that I want to hit. So I got to do some things different. I don't think you shot yourself in the foot, honestly. You growing, you know what I'm saying, like. Businesses yeah. grow. Yeah, I actually think I actually think Carrie, like you, I, I agree and disagree with you at your point at the same time because I think when you have uh, when you do um, uh, a service industry type of business, which you know, which is what yours I think would be classified as. Yeah, uh, I think I think when you do that though, it's different. It's different ways. I, one the the one that comes to mind for me is uh, Rudy. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, Rudy didn't start off where he is now. Um, nope. I remember when he was just taking pictures of of the the girls um, on campus. Um, oh yeah, and now um, you got to be able to afford Rudy. You know. What I'm yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you 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 not half step like if you call Rudy, you are not half stepping. This man doing like select like he's on to celebrity. But see, clients, that's where so... that's like my cousin Dominique um, with Focus. Mm-hmm. Dominique, Dominique was like, like that, that too. too. Like I remember when Dominique was taking pictures of himself. And on his phone and on his computer was like duplicating himself in different poses to make one picture. So you had to be able to afford Dominique because of all the things he brought to his service. My cousin Michelle is another one. I remember Michelle designed her own wedding. Now you got to be able to afford her. My cousin Courtney, you got to be able to afford these people. And I remember when they started. Yeah. So, so no, I think what's so you... fun, what's so funny about all of that is everybody you just now said it was in that wedding. About all <laughs> I was thinking about that because we because we went cause we went to Dominique first, but then that's when that's when like his yeah. wife got pregnant. He just you know he wanted to focus right. on the little clo- like on the clothes and stuff. Then he told me go talk to Rudy, and so Rudy did it, and then Michelle right. was the wedding plan. Hey, so... check this, check this though. My first wedding, I shot with three hundred dollars. To get my name out, as I kept shooting, I was like, "Oh shit, I know what I'm doing now." Right, I'm bring, it, like I'm bringing in, but I want I want to stop right quick and let you caught yourself, and I hate to bring you out. Oh, but you said there's one thing I want us to stop doing as people, black people too, because I hear a lot of people when they talk about business. Like I know you didn't mean no harm about you didn't mean nothing about, it, but that's just like uh, let's say for instance, Beezy, and I'd be like, Beezy got a little painting oh, company. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh you said the little and then you caught yourself and you said the clothing store, but I want to I want to make people be more aware when we say that because we actually downplaying what I actually mean it to. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh yeah. Carnegie got a I mean Kira got a little bartending service, Bees got a little paint service, or warrant 
got a little dog breeding sir. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we got we got to stop that. Right. Right. Yeah. That's true too. And if and not only just keeping that in mind, but also just again, you know, the the type of notoriety, the type of brand you want to build. Because when I talk to people now um, about, especially if it's like a business that my friend have, oh shit, you would. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't know them yourself, you would think that it's like a million dollar business because that's how I always play it. Because you never know, it could be somebody that right. want to call them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna I'm tell you, uh, for me, it was you know like 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 I said, my dad had his own business for a while till he he was disabled and he couldn't really work to that point, you know, anymore. Like how he used to back in the right. day, but it was a point when my dad was rolling. Listen, Unc was in the van all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it was a point when he was rolling. I'm talking about my. And you can ask people from my area. My dad done employed. Like my dad probably should get an award. He should because you know, like how you have people that be like, "Oh yeah, this man did this. This man did that to keep people out of the streets." Like I know people my dad would like take with him to work, yep. just so they wouldn't be out there slinging, right? You know, and. I can name like three people that my dad, you know, employed that paid for our senior trip. Yep. In high school. Like we was paying with my dad to make money. Like we was making money over the summer during Christmas break, all that shit. But either way, my dad did all that still cutting people breaks. But and, and I inherited that from him. But one thing I learned fast is that when you cut breaks, it's not really worth your time. And that's the one thing that I see that my dad experienced on the back end because all them years that he worked, it's almost like he ain't really got much to show for. Right. Like he, yeah, he, he supported us. Yeah, he su- he supplied for our family while we was there. But like now, he can't sit back and retire. No. Now at sixty two years old, he still got to work. You see what I'm saying? Right. So like for me, it only took me a year to realize that because I got a daughter now, and I'm not leaving the house if you ain't talking right. Hello. That's just how it is. And, but that's like I'm not gonna do it. That's because if I'm if I'm have to come be. paint one room for you, I ain't care if it's one room. If it's if it's them, if it's gonna take me now, mind you, I still got a point where like. If it's family, family, like, if it's something like, you know, hey, man, I got th- this shit, you know, I got a, a, a whole, like, I need, he was talking to me about some stuff, need, you know, working on some stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Some small stuff that you need fixing, something like that. And I can work on it. If I got, if I, if I can fit in my spare time, I'm going to do it because that's because, like, we family. That's different. But, like, if it's on a business tip, like, no, I'm not leaving my house for, unless I'm getting a certain price. Because if it's going to take me three hours or whatever, whatever it take me to paint something, a room, whatever. I'm going to get paid for it. Like, I'm not leaving because I'd just rather stay home and chill and make fool-ass videos with my daughter than come, you know, paint your house for nothing. I, I agree 100% <laughs> with that, Beasy, because, like, when it was last weekend, Nick, I did some work for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was fine. Technically, I was satisfied because I got what I wanted, you know, from what I would, you know, charge Carnegie. You know what I'm saying? I was right. fine doing that for him. But for anybody else that's doing it, Oh, I'm busting your motherfucking head, but that's my brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I look. I go do some shit, like, do some shit which, free for Nigi. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and I've I've done it. Like, which Nigi daughter is my goddaughter? So, you know, when 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 it was time for her, they wanted to get her room done or whatever. And this is the thing about Nigi. Like, Nigi also done pitched to me before that. You know, he'll do my pitches for me for business. And I just ain't got to a point where I've been doing a lot of business, so I haven't used them yet. But I said, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to do it because that's his thing. But at the same time, when it came down to it and, you know, I painted his daughter, my goddaughter room, and he was like, you know, what's the price? Because we ain't even talked about it before, but that's the thing. Like, we don't have to talk about it. What's understood ain't always got to be explained. Right. So he said, you know, what's the price? I said, it ain't no price. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, but that's how we rock. But at the you know same time, I'm not doing that for nobody else. Let's yeah. go back to what, <laughs> what Nikki said earlier. Well, everybody Nikki else. Nikki said when he talk about his friend's business, 
he built it up to where so it doesn't even have to be a set price on it. It's an exchange. And one thing in the black community we gotta we gotta stop doing is not not being able to support. And it don't, it don't always take you buying from my business or paying money to support. Sharing a Facebook post, facts. talking about my business facts. in the street, oh, talking about my business Lord. to somebody. Big facts. Big facts. Like I can tell you now. Of all the people that I thought would have my back in business, I ain't seen that one of them share a post yet. But that- dog, hey, I fucked around just now. I say, damn, dog. I usually don't work on Sundays. I forgot what fucking day been, but I thought it been Sunday, boy. Carrie here, preach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, oh, Carrie. Boy, I thought it been Sunday, boy. but like I recently experienced this because when I launched the second part of my business, I went to a family member to help me with some things and they flame on me. So I had to bust my tail in the back end and I wanted to give up, but it was my sister who was like, nah, you ain't finna give up on this. I got you. She support, like she has been working with me in the trenches. So it was just like, okay, word. She called on her resources and I'm like, dang, well, I know I got resources. Come to find out one of the ladies that donated the food to my business was like, all right, I got you. Now she about to go out of business. You think I ain't about to help her? Yeah. She had to support me like that. She ain't know me from a can of paint. Yeah. I'm going to say dope. this last little bit, too. Karen, uh, mm-hmm. I want to apologize because I tagged somebody when we were talking about the meet and greet uh, for Barton. I completely forgot, but I was fucked up when I met you, bro. And then it all came, <laughs> it all came back to me. Like, oh, yeah, we're Martin. not about to talk about the night we met, okay? We're not about to talk about that, because I still want to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you came in with a bottle of fucking Henny, bro. You know what I'm saying? Still, I still want to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit was funny. It was yeah. like, nah, that's that's my cousin. She was Barton. I was like, oh, that bottle of Henny fooled that- me, bro. <laughs> but, <laughs> to, to make uh, to make all that sound a little bit clearer to the listeners, uh, Warren usually say he can spot somebody that smoked Newports. <laughs> so uh, when Carrie walked into the vicinity, Warren said, "Oh, she smoked Newports," <laughs> and he was wrong. I was wrong. Right. Wrong is wrong. <laughs> wrong is Carrie was completely wrong. wrong. Bringing the hen, she brought it as a party thing. Right. Yeah. But but you know, I mean, I, like a lot of that stuff. All that stuff makes so much sense, and it's like it's common because Carrie touched on something that's crazy to me. Like, even in, and not that we ask, I mean, not that we beg people for it because we don't. I mean, when we start our podcast, literally all of us decided to start this podcast because we have these conversations every day. Yeah. Like, we literally yeah. was talking to each other about these types of shit every day, and we was like, you know, Nikki came up with the idea. We had talked about it for years. We didn't talk about different ways to do stuff. We just never put it into fruition and Nikki was like hey y'all down to do a podcast because you know we've been talking about it forever like are we going to do it or not like just things like that we don't ask people to say you know oh we want y'all to donate money first of all we don't need y'all to donate no money because we came out the trenches and we getting paid now by ourselves yeah, getting paid. but it's it's crazy that you can post stuff and talk about stuff and people won't even like if you ever look at my Facebook page some of these people I don't even rock with like I don't even talk to or nothing but if we Facebook friends and you post something about you, like, I'm going to like it, um, or I'm going to share it, or both, like, somehow or another, I'm going to contribute to that, even if I don't ever buy anything, even if I don't ever use you. Like, sooner or later, I'm bound to. But in the meantime, I'm going to do what I can do. Like, I can share it, and somebody else might like it. Somebody else right. might buy it. You cannot even get people to share your shit. And I'm talking, like, you would be surprised how much people just look at it. You see, Facebook be putting people on the spot now, because you will have something on your page, and it'll say, seen 
250 times, but you look at that bitch and it got one share on it. Yeah, two likes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. Two likes on I'm it. I'm expounding on that later on in the line. You, 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 you make a, you like make a, a video. Box, a soap box. Like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, We're going to let you get to it. Uh, definitely. I mean, I think, man, I don't even know how many times we done, we done got on this topic. But, um, definitely need to be talked about. Our uh, listeners definitely needed, needed to hear it. Um, you know, we we about to lighten it up in here in just a little bit, because um, y- y'all already know what time it is. Uh, <laughs> got <laughs> got somebody else doing some crazy shit. <laughs> Everybody's favorite time of the show, favorite time of the week. You know, I'm still saying it. Ain't nobody else confirmed it yet uh, besides us. So, Gary, uh, what you think? This your favorite part of the show? Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. At least we got somebody to back us up. Favorite part of the show, favorite part of the week. This week's Ostrich of the Week. Y'all, see this one, I don't know if it's funnier or sad, but this week's Ostrich of the Week is (laughs) none other than uh, business owner, store owner, Stephen Martin. You know, and because of what Steven chose to do, I ain't even give him no nickname yet. Stupid ass, <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid ass, stupid ass, Steven. Hey, Steven. So right. Stupid ass, Steven. Yeah. So, and it's, he can be Steve. I don't give a fuck. He's stupid. He's stupid. <laughs> we can go with stupid, stupid Steve. Fuck. That's what he was. Stupid Steve. Did. Let's, stupid let's Steve. Y'all, what Steve did, especially while we're on the topic of businesses today. I think I guess we were we pretty heavy in uh, business today because old stupid Steve uh, was a business owner, I should say, of Primetime Sports in uh, Colorado Springs, mm. and uh, yeah. Nike came out with that "Just Do It" campaign with the boy Cap. Just got paid. Yeah, um, he decided that uh, he was going to boycott Nike, you know, because of how they felt, but how they felt about Cap, how they decided to side with Cap, and being a. a, a Sports store and apparel store owner, you boycott Nike, they don't leave you with a lot of options. Mm, you know, they got the contract with the NFL, NBA. They ain't got baseball yet, but I'm sure it's coming. You know, they they got they got them all. So um, Steve about to go out of business. He's been in business 20 years. He decided to boycott Nike last year, 2018. Now he about to shut the door. 20 years. 20 Cut years, it, bro. Cut it. Listen, now Cut it. if Warren Homeboy was gonna buy a hat from that dude and that hat ended up costing eighty dollars a house and lamp said you can go get something from Nike for cheaper. Now if, if his homeboy was like, well I ain't gonna buy this hat today. I'm going to uh stupid Steve shop and uh I'm gonna get this hat <laughs> from stupid Steve because they dumb cheap. Right. I wouldn't even fault him because I know his shit is for the low. <laughs> low low Clearance. I would not fault him dog. I know that shit eight cents. Yeah. <laughs> Straight right. Hey, uh, I think it's a unanimous decision. I don't even know if it's the right words to use, but fuck, I'm hungover. But he white, right? <laughs> of course he okay. is. <laughs> I thought that was like a given when they was like boycotting the cap shit. I was like, yeah. So, uh, show of hands or voices, who feels bad? Is Steve shutting his shop down, dumbass motherfucker? Nobody. Nobody. If any, if. Oh. I'm about to say if any motherfucker had said it felt bad for Steve, I'm gonna have to we gonna have to square off. Cause the funny part about all of this, these are Steve's exact words. 
being a sports store without Nike is kind of like being a milk store right. without milk or a gas station without gas. How do you do it? Then why the fuck did yeah. you do it? Because team? he was in his feelings at the moment. And Dumbass motherfucker. And then, and Nick, you would know the worst <laughs> part. He told on himself because at first he said it was because Nike was supporting Kaepernick. But then he canceled an autograph signing with Brandon Marshall, who's right. a linebacker for yep. the Broncos in Colorado. He canceled that because Brandon Marshall, Neal. Brandon Marshall was protesting right. police no, brutality. Yeah, Brandon Marshall kneeled. And kneel, well, he was like <laughs> because he was kneeling over over police brutality. So he canceled the whole autograph signing for him, which would have brought money into his shop. But instead, he decided to get rid of it and say, well, you know, I don't want to be associated with that. Well, Steve, I bet you wish you associated with it. This fool, this fool came out and said as much 20 as years. Perhaps there are more Brandon Marshall and Carlin Kaepernick supporters out there than I realized. Right. He did. He oh, did. shit. Idiot. Oh, shit. Or Nike wearing. <laughs> right. That's what I was about to say. Now, it's not about them supporting Cap because I'm. there are a ton of people out there who support his movement and what he stands for. But Nike is the premier sport right. apparel, especially if it's in athletics, because not only do they have the NFL, they have the NBA. Everybody likes wearing LeBron James. He dumb, bro. Kevin Durant shoes, Kyrie Irving, Kobe, Anthony Davis. Like the list can go on and on yeah. and on. Jordan. Jordan's like is Jordan yeah, not it a is subsidiary? Jordan is a subsidiary of Nike. Oh, so he, man, this so so then you talking about you took the goat, you took two of the goat, well three of the goats. Shit, I can actually say it's a ton of the goats. You took all of them out of your shop because you were upset because Nike's just do it campaign. Which let's be completely honest. Nike did nothing wrong with that campaign. All they did was just have Kaepernick say, "Stand, stand right. for something." Bro, that's bro. all they said. This man took this man pretty much took all of the apparel out of his store that he was running for twenty I'm, years I'm, successfully. I'm sure he, what is he selling? <laughs> like, is it just NFL apparel? I'm pretty sure he stole. Girdles. <laughs> And Adidas. He probably got the old Reebok. He got the old Reebok jerseys, probably. What is? Yeah. Is a sport. Is a sport. Yeah, it's a full-on sports, sports apparel. Apparel. So sport. he still had Reebok. Apparel. He still. What, what he what he should have did was change it to from sports apparel to sports <laughs> jersey because he need to be selling <laughs> that because he, he off black. He he signed himself number one. He shot himself number one because, like, people in the protest in the NFL for cap and people protesting in the NFL because people protesting in the NFL, basically. So, if you with cap, you ain't. So, now you done lost both of them. Right. Uh, but how ironic, how ironic is it that he lost his store? Because he decided to stand for something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the iron! Oh, my God. The iron! Oh fucking my God. That's what he get. Listen, you stood for something and right. lost everything, but, but Steve. If talking, but if we talking about business, like one thing that we left out that Steve obviously forgot too, man, is 
is business can't be personal, man. You gotta you gotta separate the two. And uh yeah, yeah, you decided to stand for something, Steve, but you stood for the wrong thing. Now you got to <laughs> ass now. You know, so so yeah, I mean, sheesh, bro, like you, you gotta you gotta know better. It's like, all right, I don't support Cap. Uh clearly you I don't support Brandon Marshall. But right. I'm just going against Nike Listen, all you together. Hey bro. Listen, as a business owner, your personal feelings can't be in it. Okay. Okay. Tell it, bro. Nike ain't no, Nike ain't no, no small company. Like you, Nike got Nike bro, got just, every because what I realized last year is a lot of people don't know everything that Nike is associated with because there were right. well, hell, <laughs> Steve didn't know clearly apparently because not only could he not sell Nike because if you don't support Nike then that means you can't sell right. Converse which we all know a lot of people like yeah, wearing right. Chuck Taylors you can't sell Hurley. Which Hurley is a big apparel that's worn Indeed, out. I forgot about Hurley. So there are so many pieces to Nike that people did not know that they've now taken away from themselves because they want to try to stand for something. Well, Steve, as my brother Warren just now said, you stood for something, you lost yeah. everything. But let me tell y'all, look out. For you know it what? Let me tell y'all what to look out for. So since this is a public story, watch out for Steve coming back now for them people that want to support him for boycotting Nike. Watch oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. He going he going he oh, going to yeah. be able to bounce back on a small scale. He might not have he might not have that dope. I wouldn't be surprised he if somebody already ain't got a go fund it out his house. Steve, stupid Steve with the startup business. The trunk. I I, might, I I wouldn't be surprised if somebody already has a go fund for him. Be. I wouldn't he be surprised come up at all. He going to about 67 racks quick. Yeah. Right. Very fast. Yeah. He's gonna be back in the hole on the back end of But I mean, I don't wanna go off on a tangent because I feel like we talk about it another time. But when y'all were saying uh you know, business can't be personal, it just made me think of the whole, you know, Steve Harvey oh. and Monique thing this week. I missed it. Yeah. Some got deleted, right? It's, it's uh my barber was my barber was talking about I, it. I, don't... I, didn't, I didn't get to see it. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, like that was oh, bad. Gotta... It, yeah, it was we... kinda bad. It was kind of bad. Okay, that's why that's that's why we ain't talking about it yet this weekend. I, and I've been busy too myself because I ain't it really shooting no ideas. But uh, yeah, can somebody send me this shit? Like, yeah, I, it's I, I, it's in it's it's in the group. I think I, I think somebody already posted in the group. The best way to say it because I mean, if if you want to go off on it real quick, um, Steve was talking to Monique about the whole situation with Netflix and how he felt she handled it incorrectly and the big uproar for a lot of people was when he actually grabbed her hand while she was talking and you could clearly see on her face that she was like like she almost wanted to say hold on for a minute nigga what you grabbing me like that for but it was it was bad it was a little bad I don't even think that I think the biggest point where he made where he said the 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 best the best way to uh help the poor is not being poor. Who TV? Like, a lot of people took it out of context, but, you know, hey, I got a soapbox for that, too. But we, you know. I, I The reason I said all that is because when you say you can't uh, yep. make business personal, because Steve had touched on basically saying, he said two different yeah, things, and his yeah. delivery was off. He meant, I think he tried to mean well, yeah. but his delivery was yeah. way off, and it sounded bad. So basically, he was telling her, uh, you know, it's not about money. I mean, it's not about color. It's not about black or white. It's about green. It's about money. He was telling her that, but also he sounded like in for your integrity, 
you I mean you need to for your for your money you need to sacrifice your integrity. That's what it sounded like he was saying. But in the end, he basically said, We gotta flex a different way. Like we don't get the same, you know, respect everybody else get. We gotta we gotta flex right. a different way. So it just made me think of that when y'all say you can't mix business, you know, with feelings because it, 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 I, I thought about, you know, in, in their world, or they can't, the way they feel about something, like how Steve said, I don't like Kaepernick. I'm going to boycott Nike because I don't like what Kaepernick is standing for. And now Steve is suffering. So it made me think about Steve Harvey and Monique. Like, Monique doesn't like the way that the industry is treating her or, or how she feels. She perceives that they're blackballing her, so she's speaking out about it. And basically, it sounded like Steve was saying, you need to sell yourself short and not talk about it. And she basically saying, I'm not going to sell out for nobody because I have morals. So it just made me think of that. I think with her, that's more of a pride thing. But that's that's yeah. another story. It seems, another more like, it seems more like pride to me, too. But um, because, you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, when you, you're in business, you put a, put a lot of personal things to the side. I know uh, for me, it is, man. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to figure out how to get this money and because i know i can make i can make more change with the financial gain than i can by making a little noise because a lot of times those people can quiet me and it's the same thing that's happened to monique because people are painting her as crazy as opposed to her getting that bread and right. being able to to create a greater change i mean hey that's the about it dog <laughs> i know right hey but when y'all get a chance Please watch right. that interview. All of it. Oh, I watched it. I'm about to watch it. <laughs> Moving right into the lair this week. Uh, this, uh, you know, especially for this month, you know, we typically do a, a, a black history lesson of some sort. Uh, well, well, this week, uh, it's going to be a little bit different, probably a little bit shorter as well. But, of course, we still want to want to give a message that's going to gonna up go towards the upliftment of our people and uh so for this week in the lair a black history moment uh we'll call it this week is uh some good news you know as of last year you know the end of 2018 the number of african-american or black which y'all know i prefer black small business owners in the u.s has actually increased by 400 percent uh, from 2017-2018. Now, if y'all been rocking with us, y'all know we had uh, an episode in season one where we talked about, you know, uh, black business owners, how many there were, how much money they were making, and how much less that is in comparison uh, to some of uh, some of the other uh, other races and their, their businesses. <clears throat> However, I think that's you know that's something to be proud of, though the fact that. You know, there's such an increase in, in black-owned businesses because you're talking about 400% increase. That's ridiculous. That's, I mean, you're talking about literally four times the number of people. So, however many it was in 2017, you know, let's say it was a thousand, then we left 2018 with 4,000. But it's such an increase, though, that now a survey found in 2008 that 45% of small business owners are in some type of minority ethnic group. Um, you know, so that's that's more than just black. But, you know, uh, a big part of that is is black. And that's a huge increase because, you know, back as far as 2015, uh, minority owners, minority owners were making up just 15 percent of uh, business owners. So we're talking about uh, tripling up. And so I think that's huge. You know, that's the first step in in in, in claiming. 
you know what what should be should be ours you know to to the to the song that you know from James Brown that you heard as we began the show <clears throat> you know it's, it's it's super important you know I talked we talked about uh the killer mike special that was on on Netflix when we talked about how long the, the black dollar stays in the black community and you know it's average about 6 hours well you know having more of these businesses doing more of these things is is you know a surefire way to increase that I mean, quite frankly, it can't get much worse than only being six hours. That means uh, as soon as you're done, get direct deposit, you know, and then you wake up and go spend it somewhere else outside of your community, you know. So I'm saying to go spend some money with these Chinese and get these damn feet looked at, boy. Rub down. <laughs> so, so yeah, well, I guess at least it, it would go towards the minority group here, you know. But, uh, but that's huge though. Uh, 45% of small business owners being a minority. 400% increase in, in black owned businesses. Uh, you know, that's 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 huge. Uh, I, uh, I said that to uh segue into what I'm about to say now. Like, um, I wanted to do it, but I got too much shit going on. Like, we need some black spas and fucking uh foot places, whatever you want to call them. We is there's one in Columbia. See, had mm-hmm. no idea. Like, I like I had a black um, it's called. I gotta remember the name of it, but they actually Ashley had signed me up for a facial the day before the wedding where I actually had went and it's like a girl, like she has like a little shop over there, like on Divine, like by where um Maurice's barbecue is. It's like right yeah. behind it. Yeah, yellow moon. Yellow moon. Um they do they do a really good job with like facials yes. and also like just cleansing they do feces? and stuff like that. No, they do feces. No, she don't do feet. Feet is Alicia B's nail bar on two notch on the um, Sand Hill side. Oh, yeah, yeah. I always hear that. So, on Alicia radio. B got your feet is done. Um, Yellow Moon is your uh, facials and your spa treatment. Ah, damn, I gotta go all the way to two notch now. That's a well. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of looking for a little Maylene going between them toes. I ain't gonna lie to you. Damn. <laughs> The poor black bitches. <laughs> oh, y'all feel good for you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want another drink? Hey, listen. Uh, uh, Alicia shit. does. Alicia yeah, does. Oh, yeah. I don't, you I don't go into you one of those places if they don't got drinks. Damn, Alicia bro. Does. Yeah, most of, most of them have like yes. mimosas and stuff like that yeah. that you can get. Yeah. Yeah. I done fucked up, y'all. I'm sorry. Talking Emma, we're going to get hit for this shit in about 20 years. They're gonna be that old one racist. You ain't making fun yeah. of us. Damn. I'm yeah. sorry. I love Asian people. I love everybody. <laughs> Bro, 20 years, 20 years from now, I'm, I'm doing his toe. <laughs> right. 20 years from now, we we'll be somewhere else by then. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be rich. If, yeah, I'm I'm if we if we rich, we're gonna deal with that backlash. Yeah, we'll deal with that 20 years from now. Shoot. I just want to say too, y'all, like with black businesses going 400 percent like a minority, you know. Uh, if I was white, I'd be scared as fuck right now. I would. Uh, I would. They, all scared. They, all, they all scared. They are scared. It's not would be. That's why you got motherfucking They're teenagers nervous. with MAGA hats. Like, right. Asking for apologies and shit. Like, they, we tripping because it's like a big racial thing going on now. But it makes sense. They, like, we, we making it. We making it. Yeah, making it, making that's, that's that's the best way to put it. We just got to continue to support each other in, in any facet. All right, this week in our lines, then we're going to let our guest, Carrie, take it away. Tell us what's on your chest. Lions Den is yours. <clears throat> so we're going to expound on 
what we talked about in the small business segment, but it's a part of supporting. Um, people have a big problem with Facebook marketing and tagging other people in your posts. Like, I get it, and then I don't get it. Like, okay, yes. Please get permission from these folks before you start tagging a 99 plus one people in a poll in a in a post to uh <laughs> to market your business because I, I don't I don't want to see something I don't have interest in. I get it. But at the same time, um it's annoying when I get tagged in rap video, rap music promotion and I don't even listen to it. Oh my god. <laughs> Tell it <laughs> Like, don't tag me. I don't even know you. Or they'll tag me in a party flyer in Charleston. I don't even party in Charleston. I'm scared of, <laughs> I, I want to keep my oh, life. No. First off. No. I'm like, I don't even tag people. Like, when it comes to, you know, stuff I'm sharing, I don't even mm, tag man. people. Like, but I'll share people's stuff just off right. the strength. Like, you know, off the strength of, like, I hope you do well with this. You know, even if I don't support you no time soon, I'm bound to one day. If right now is a reminder to let you know that I'm watching, I'm seeing, I'm gonna share it. But you know, I don't, I don't even tag you. I don't want, I don't want to tag nobody. And I, because for one thing, if I got to tag you in it, I had to bring you to it to start off with. Like you probably wasn't supporting me, and you might not want to support me because you actually yeah. did that tag. <laughs> if you if if you came and looked at it on your own and you shared it, now I know you're looking at. I know you watching. But and and I I say that because Carnegie made a comment in the Black History segment that talked about. Um, African American business owners being a part of some like cultivative group of support, and that that exact comment came up in a group that that I'm in um, called Black Women Hustle. So we literally like was talking about tagging people in in posts without permission. Like I get it, I'm your friend on Facebook, but I may not even know you. Don't tag me. Yep. People might look at it almost as like spam. Why? Why are we on it too? Stop sharing your fucking birthday for charitable events too. Oh man. God, them get on my nerves too. <laughs> man, what the fuck? Like y'all boy, y'all boy got some anger this morning. I thought I thought them shits was automatic or something. I thought people just like linked it. And no, they, they share it. They just popped. They up. got they got to share. It. They have to share it for it to pop up, and then they'll tag people in it just so certain people can yeah. see that shit. Like I'm to the point now where like when I see that that donation thing at the bottom, I don't even like. I hate to see the I hate to see like the gray on my um notifications or whatever. So I usually click most of everything, even if I'm just bouncing back out of it, you know. But dog, like nah, that shit ain't automatic. Cause as soon as it offered me for my birthday, I was like, man, fuck no, hell no. That's why I'm mad. That's why I'm mad that they updated from the old Facebook. They updated like last November or something like that and changed it. But the old Facebook. You used to be able to just swipe left. So, like, when your notification come up and it was great, you could just right. swipe it off. Now you actually got to right. click it. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Because I used to just be, when I see them donations and them tags on something, I see something tagging me in some damn Ray-Bans or some shit. That's the same as somebody tagging me in some video in California. And I ain't seen them in, you know, God knows how long. I could just swipe that off. Now I got to right. click it to get it off. Because my mind won't let me be great if it's just sitting up there. Right. Yeah. And can Facebook get get away from this algorithm that every time somebody comment on a post that I commented on, that I get a notification that somebody else done comment on it? 
thing. I don't know. I don't know. That shit. That, oh, yeah, I, I, I like it. Yeah. That keeps me afloat. That shit. That shit worked good in talking animals. Listen, especially if you all. I don't know half the people in talking animals. Shit, me either. <laughs> I only respond to my cousins. <laughs> Bro, we got like, hey, you got, you got, got like thirteen hundred people. Uh, you got to get more vocal. You got to respond to everybody. Some of them shit be juicy, man. Like, that's how like, I keep I'm serious. Up. I only respond to my cousin, and the fact that Jamario comments be the first ones or at least the third ones, I'd be like, okay, now nah, I got to respond because my cousin didn't respond. No, you need to respond to the no, eighth one too. Not responding to the eighth one because the eighth <laughs> one is more likely me for with something crazy. Y'all, y'all ain't see that one this morning about the uh the about dick the in chip? the butthole. Did you? No, I saw that one. I saw that one, and I can't. Yo, I, I sure did see that one, and I can't. I, uh, I tried to play devil's advocate, but that one, I, 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 I knew y'all. I knew they would come in a witch hunt, but dog, it didn't even get that far. Like this motherfucker, like how, how? Explain yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I like. Oh, shit. I, I nervous. I didn't. I didn't comment on that one because, I mean, I just I didn't know what to say. Me I think neither. I, just I was like bullshit when I said it, but they got on my head quick. Yeah. I was like, you know, I did this on purpose. Uh, just to let y'all know. Yeah. You know, my friends lick assholes. You better go ahead with that girl. Whoa, what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Man, no, Man no. come on. <laughs> There's a Black History fact wow. for you. <laughs> I'm not black really sure hole. you would classify that as a black no. history. <laughs> it's a black hole history. <laughs> hey, that's it for us this week. Uh, hope you definitely enjoyed the show. Thanks again for your support. Again, make sure you check us out Facebook, IG, and Twitter. Uh, Facebook, Talking Animals Podcast group. Stays lit. You're missing out if you're not in it. Twitter, uh, that's at Dazoot. That's D A Z O O eight. Uh, on IG, it's Talking Animals Podcast. And y'all look out for that snap that's coming soon now. And I ain't talking Fable. Well, I mean, we're going to be doing a Fable <laughs> snap on here too. At least I will. In the meet and greet, I'm going to hit that damn tat it up. Oh, oh bro. <laughs> but hey, if, if I could give one quick shout out, I want to give a shout out to the On the Rocks right. podcast because they've been. They've been endorsing us and pushing us every chance they get. So I definitely want to make sure we True give them indeed. a shout out. shout out. If you do have a chance, nice. if you do have a chance, go listen to them. They they're big on pop culture and reality TV. And I think y'all would like them. They're shout out to On the Rock. They're really fun. Also yeah. shout out to Wicked Liquid. Thanks, Carrie, for joining indeed. us today. Definitely. No problem, no problem. Hey. You know, Warren, you talking about tatted up too, bro. We get rich. I'm gonna get talking animals logo tatted right. Hey, on but seriously. Hey, I'm with you. Yeah. Seriously though. We can hey, go together. Um, let me let me plug this real quick. Let me plug this real quick. So I have a virtual online cocktail masterclass for March, April, and May. Um, y'all, I need y'all on like for real for real. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Hey, uh, can you say that one more time? People just wanna fuck up my podcast. I think I saw that. <laughs> what you said now? I have a virtual cocktail masterclass. Um, so March is we doing vodka. Um, April is we pairing wine and cupcakes. And May of all things, y'all know we got to hit tequila. Cinco de Mayo in this. True indeed. True indeed. Carrot. Y'all doing something with Brown? Uh, yes, as always. Carrot, uh, have there. you ever heard of a cherry godfather? Have you ever made one? Yes. Is it is it pretty tasty? Yes. 
Okay. I think I'm going to try that one, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Warren sounds so creepy <laughs> saying that. I think I'm going to try that one, too. I'm going to pitch it, Well, you said you was just sound like a, cre- a creepy right. person just saying that because you were like whispering. whispering. I did tilt my head and uh, squint my eyes. <laughs> With their poop. The, the pairing, the pairing to that drink is uh, oh, oh God, hang up, hang up. And on that note, we gonna holler at y'all. We out of here. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>